This is the DTC podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Boys and girls, it is time to get rich. Get ready. Three, two, one. are now down zero to two games in this series after leading by 16 in game one leading by 13 i think at 1.14 in game two boys we should have won this game we should have won both of these games um it didn't happen the team looks tired tonight we were in a lot of foul trouble early and often i don't want to say that the celtics are a dirty team but there's a lot of flailing of arms. There's a lot. There's just a lot of things happening. That uh, blood on the court twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm really, really salty after this one. Um, you know, we we were talking uh, offline when we saw it was going into overtime. I, I just, you know, I told you guys they don't have the energy to. They just they look flat. The Wizards look flat, and I think the uh, this that day and a half before the series started and then a day and a half off between these games or two days off, I think it caught up to them. John Wall, the pace they were playing at was completely not sustainable, but that doesn't change that they just got out hustled and outworked in the third and fourth quarters tonight. It's so disappointing. I'm really, really upset about this one. No, let me tell you, it seems like we've walked backwards with this team. This is when we started the podcast back in January. We said this team lacks bench depth. There's no one who can come off the bench who can score on demand. And we've seen that in the playoffs. We've seen John Wall, Bradley Beal carry the team. We've seen the other starters kind of not show up, although they showed up today. But constantly, John Wall, Bradley Beal are playing um, more minutes to make up for this deficit that Brennan Jennings is putting them in. Um, Bogdanovich played, what, like four minutes today? I think he played pretty much. Uh, he may have played a few minutes in the first quarter, but he played in overtime. I mean, this team is lacking depth, and we've talked about it in January. We talked about how Ernie Grunfeld, you know, kind of ruined this team um, by not bringing in depth in the offseason. He makes a few trades, and then we kind of said, you know, does Ernie Grunfeld deserve some credit? I don't know. It, is, it seems like we've walked backwards with this team. It's just it's, – it's disheartening. It's sad. It's, it's upsetting. I saw today's game. I saw John Wall fall down from, what, 12 feet up, um, up high and land on his wrist and, you know, shake it off and come back in the game. I saw Otto Porter get a bloody nose, and it looked like his nose had, like, broken in half or something. He was crying. Saw Bradley Beal on the floor. This team is beat up. The starters are playing too many minutes. They're just they're tired. Isaiah Thomas came out in the fourth quarter, and he does what he does in the fourth quarter. Uh, the guy is just, he's really good. And we had no answer for him in the fourth quarter today. The problem, the problem is it's, it's definitely going to be our bigs, right? Like LP, you've been saying that for a while, right? It's, it's, 
it's the switch on the pick and roll. That's what got uh, Gortat out or Mar- Markeith out, right? It's it's the bigs not being able to to step up, even though sometimes they'll get the the buckets. They'll, they'll step up. They they won't step up, and it's just on top of all of that. I mean, even as much as I love Beal and Wall, Beal was completely off today. I I was texting you guys every five seconds that he needs to wake up. You can't. You're not going to win a game as well as John Wall was playing if you're not going to have Beal playing uh, at least 75% of that, right? I mean, he he was completely off. And then on top of that, it was just sloppy play left and right. I mean, I I, I feel like I saw more steals and and turnovers in the second half of this game than I have in any other game. I mean, we just we just came out there and we're 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 getting crushed. We're getting crushed on fundamentals, right? We're not getting crushed by better players. We're getting crushed by fundamentals. So, yeah, I mean, don't I, I mean, even get me started on, on Keith. I mean, I love Keith. Keith is, is a fantastic player. Keith doesn't understand that we need him in the game to be able to win these games. He's had this problem. I thought he shook it off in Atlanta in game six or whatever it was where he actually didn't get into foul trouble, but he's in it again. I mean, he's playing 13 I mean, minutes a game, getting foul five trouble. fouls, fouling out. No, it's not, you know what? It's not I'm acceptable not give, in the playoffs. It's I'm not, not acceptable. Give, I'm not going to give Markeith any hate this game because I was shocked that he even played this game. And he came out there and he was making a difference for the for, for, a, for a while, right? I mean, yes, foul trouble, but he was, he was knocking down shots. And in the end of that fourth, before the Celtics tied it up, I mean, it looked like he had the hot hand and he was going to be the one to give us the edge. I mean, Keith was doing his job. I mean, it's... It, I love Coach Brooks, and I believe in him, and I trust in him. But the foul trouble, and I'll say it: the 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 bad calls, the refs, the injuries, the the wailing of arms, all of that. It's messing up our rotation. It's messing up our bench. I mean, God, when the bench comes in, it's like it. it I the Celtics know that's their that's their time, and they're gonna just whatever lead we have, they'll annihilate it. And if they have the lead, they'll pull away. Our bench is doing nothing. Well, they never had the lead, right? Their largest lead going into overtime was three points, which is insane. I'm talking about, the, I'm talking about from first to second. I'm talking about from first quarter to second quarter. It happened on, with the bench on, on the court. You're right. You're right. Let's, look, let's go into these numbers a little bit. Uh, Bo Buckets, Bojo, the, the disappearing, the, the, vanish, the vanishing magician, um, Two shots, zero points. Brandon Jennings, two shots, zero points. Jason Smith came in and actually played 16 big minutes. And at the start of at the start of overtime, when Gortat fouled out, I, I was jumping up and down. I almost woke up my kid, screaming at my TV. Put Jason Smith in the game because you need a big. You're getting out hustled. You're getting outworked. The, the, these little small forwards and guards are, are rebounding the ball. Um, I couldn't believe that. I mean, Ubre's had a hot hand. That I'll tell you what, man. Porter and Ubre both played pretty good. Uh, that's just my opinion. Ubre put in 27 minutes. Porter 38 minutes. Um, you know, 13 points for one, 12 points for the other. They took big shots when they counted. Otto took a massive three-pointer. Um, I couldn't believe. I, I mean, just no chill with that guy. I mean, he just sacked up and took the shot and drained it. Um, but look at the bigs on the team. If if Morris and Gortat are in foul trouble the way they are tonight, where they have to go a little softer, they can't get after 
uh, the guards, the Celtics guards, when they penetrate, it, it's it's going to be tough to beat this team. Let's just, I mean, at this point, we have to talk about what's realistically what realistically lies ahead here. Um, the Celtics have found a formula that that is very effective against the Wizards. Okay, and it's not just um, getting their stud point guard into the paint. I mean, he goes for what 53 tonight, but Avery Bradley, you know, 14 big points. Al Horford, for the most part, pretty silent, but he knocked in some big shots when it counted. But off the bench. Um, Amir Johnson started this game, only played four minutes, all of them in the first quarter. Marcus Smart comes in. We don't seem to have an answer for him. Again, he didn't fill the stat sheet. I mean, nine points is nothing crazy, um, but they just seem to get these points at the most critical times in the game. And I look at this, I just look at this roster up and down. I look at their minutes played versus our minutes played. I look at who, you know, they had four guys not played tonight. We had four guys not played tonight, but. We got nothing. We got absolutely, we got literally nothing. Not even like Brandon Jennings, just get in there and foul somebody, do something. He literally has nothing to show in the, in the entire box score except the rebound. And, and it's just really disappointing. I, I don't see how this team without front court depth can, on paper, statistically, our front court is better than theirs. But you can't ask Markeith and, and, and you can't ask. Morris and Gortat to play every minute of every game. You just can't do that. Otto Porter's not going to uh, crash uh, the boards. Ubre, you know, I, I love short shorts. I like I like his perimeter defense, but he's not going to out hustle anybody either to a, to a rebound here or there. He gets a lot of putback shots, and okay, that's fine. But Wall took. I mean, to me, when Wall shoots this much, it, it's tough for us to win because he does get tired and eventually you have to spell him. You have to get somebody else in there to handle the ball. And it's not like Trey Burke is going to come in anytime soon. Yeah. Let me tell you when this game was lost today, this game was lost with about, I think it was eight minutes and 43 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Um, the Celtics picked up three fouls in the span of 18 seconds. The wizards were now in the penalty. The wizards probably got what, maybe four free throws after that. The Wizards are playing perimeter offense. They're looking for the shot. No one is penetrating the defense. No one is going to the basket. It's just these guys have to be able to get in the paint. they got to be able to get the foul and to get to the line. The, the Wizards are just not doing that right now. Um, maybe, John, You're right. maybe John You're Wall's, right. maybe John Wall's uh, hand, maybe his hand was hurting and he didn't want to go in the paint because he knew he was going to you know, fall on it again. Maybe Bradley, Bradley Beal looked like he was afraid of getting hurt today. It's just it, the whole team. I mean, no one is getting in the paint. No one. Uh, Gorta is in the paint, and he's not getting any fouls. He, I think he's got four free throws all all, uh, all postseason. Um, there's nobody getting to the line. Bradley Beal went wonder. one for nine. He went one for nine from the three-point line. At some point, man, I know shooters are going to shoot and debap and all that's great and stuff, but come on, man, like one for nine. Put the ball on the – just dribble the ball, get in the paint, Try to create something for yourself. Like you, you've taken nine of them. You hit one. You got to try something else. You're hurting your that's, team by just being parked behind the three point line at that. So point. the question that's is, the, do you do you think the psyche got messed up from that Atlanta game, right? Because I, I honestly think the psyche of our team, the grittiness that we had, we would, after that All Star break, we we were the grittiest team on the court every any game, right? We. We were winning the 50-50 balls. We were crashing the paint. We were doing all that stuff. And now we don't get 50-50 balls. We don't crash the paint. I mean, maybe first quarter of last game, first quarter of this game, we're getting the offensive boards, and then all of a sudden it, it disappears, and we're getting 
we're getting owned. It, it, I don't even understand. It's like we we mentally check out, and that, I think that's the problem. I mean, besides Walt, everyone besides Wall has mentally checked out from the start of the playoffs. Hawks and Celtics. Wall but John, has that, never that, that changed in. a little bit but today, John, Paul. That changed a little bit today. We had all all the starters um, in double digits. Uh, Ubre was in double digits. This team actually came out to play today. This team for the really first quarter should have won the game. No, well they had double digit. I mean double digit scoring all all game. This team came they out to play. Won, they should have won last game too, Paul. But like, come on, man. Like LP, you got to be honest here. The, these points don't like the box score is very misleading. John Wall, like he had a statistically when we think back on this game, we're going to say John Wall's the only wizard that showed up. But he also he shot three of ten from behind the arc too. Like he didn't get to the free yeah. throw line enough. He only took seven free throws. Like you know, thirteen assists is, is great. Three boards. I mean, he he did he did what you want your point guard to do. Bradley Beal, I, I have no explanation. Him and him and John both played forty seven minutes. Um, Brad hit four, I think four of fifteen shots, one for nine from three. You know, but didn't crash the boards. No rebounds. Um, you know, did he even take a free throw in this game? Yeah. Okay. So he took. He took and, and he, he missed took, he one. Hit five. And he missed one. He missed, but, a, he missed a crucial one. But I'll tell you what: with Beal, Beal, it, it, it's just like the Hawks. Beal has a bad game, and he more, most likely when we come back to the phone booth, he'll he'll be on fire, right? And and it's he'll a must-win game. You guys are more it's optimistic than I am. Game. Look, the, the Wizards have now played six playoff games, and Bradley Beal has been not himself. Absent for maybe, two. He, he no, he's been he was absent for the first three of the Atlanta series, and then the last... Uh, no. Yeah. I don't think yeah, his so. Shooting no. was, his shooting was awful. His shooting was his shooting was just like this. 14, 15, but 16 guys, points. Here's, here's what you're missing. The Celtics are a good team. There's no doubt about that. You can't say that they're the Hawks. With all due respect I disagree. The Hawks, they're not the Hawks. I disagree. They're actually I disagree. a good team. Isaiah Thomas is a good player. Um, you know, Horford, uh, I'm not going to... They, know, run, a, they run a gimmick offense. They run a gimmick offense. They're playing... They're playing two point guards, two shooting guards, and Al Horford at center. That's a gimmick offense, man. That that no, I'm sorry, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Like I said, we're we're getting beat by fundamentals. We're not we're not getting beat by better players. We're getting beat by fundamentals. We're not even getting beat by coaching. It's fundamental. They have no answer for Gortat. They have no answer for Morris. They have no answer for Porter. When when it's our start, when our starters are on the court. We work them. I mean, because they can't right. stop us. The problem is we get into foul trouble, and then we don't have an answer for uh, Kelly. Nobody knows whatever his last name is. Aggressive Kelly, as our uh, our boys from Celtics Over Easy explained. Like these, these are. There's nothing about this team that screams uh, number one seed in the Eastern Conference to me. I, I, I'm sorry. Just I'm Their not buying it. Their game plan is very simple. Their game plan is to get Morris and Gortat in foul trouble. They saw what the Hawks did, and they're doing the exact same thing. That's their game plan. We have to find a way to keep Morris on the floor. He can't be fouled out with 13 minutes. So what would, I mean, you I understand what, what would your answer be? I mean, I, I can't think gotta, of, a, of an answer. I, I would play Jason fouls. I, I would play Jason he, Smith more personally. Jason Smith, I he comes in. No, why? He gave you. He can give you the minutes you need. He can give you the minutes you need. Maybe, maybe, maybe if you it's don't gonna play keep him Morris the on unit, the court. Sure. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't pull Smith, or you don't run him with the second unit. Maybe you actually spell one of your bigs and run Smith with the starters uh, for three, four minutes. Just something to give a little bit of variety to keep a big on the court. Because again, like we don't have any other size. There's no one else that's going to come in here and and help rebound. So you you can't yeah. 
Gortat played I miss you, Mahimi. I miss you. I miss Mahimi. I mean, LP you bring up a very good point. Started. Yeah, Joe, you bring up a very good point uh, about letting Smith play in with uh, some of the starters and uh, spelling uh, maybe Morris first. But at the same time, Morris has got to put it in his head. He's got to believe that he's an important player and he's got to be on the court in order for this team to win. Um, he's getting some of these ticky-tack fouls where he's slapping Isaiah on the wrist when Isaiah's going to score anyway. Like, there's no point. Like, let him score. Don't get those fouls. Um, well, just let I, I like another day. Don't. I, you know, look, the, we're not we're not a physical team, right? We're not gonna. I, I've never seen this team or this Wizards team this season be like the the bad boys that are gonna rough you up if you come in the paint. That's not us. Like, we're a finesse team. Um, I mean, John Wall led the team in blocks tonight, and he does a great job. You know. Uh, getting after guards and coming from the from the uh, the weak side or the blind side to get blocks, it's great. But but I love the tenacity that Morris brought tonight. I love that when he started, he went right into Horford, right to Horford, and said, "Hey, you know what? You're a punk. I don't like you." And then on the first play or second play of the game, he went ahead into the bench. You know, gave him a little shove, right, just to remind him, like like this isn't gonna this isn't gonna continue. So I'm okay with all of that. What I'm not okay with is the ill-advised continue. Like we are not gonna out three this team we're not we're just not going to do it they shot they hit 19 in the first in the first game I believe they hit uh 13 tonight like we're not that team we'll hit some clutch threes here and there but we're not going to out three this team that's not the strength of our team we we need to do high pick and rolls get Gortat and Morris cutting to the basket look for Ubre and Porter on the weak side when the defense doesn't collapse or if they do collapse throw it out and hit a three that's that's our bread and butter I mean we scored 120 yeah. points tonight. Um, you know, 106 or 107 or whatever it was in, in regulation, the points will come. But defensively, these guys got to smack the floor. They got to get after it. And when they do, when Ubre switches and he's on and he's on um, on Thomas, Thomas is a little less effective. I mean, he's going to get his points. He's the best player on their team. We just can't keep getting beat by the the Kelly nobodies of the Celtics. It's 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 so frustrating to watch. Um, you know, basically me and you go out there and just hit threes because no one's rotating on defense. It's really frustrating. We got, we got beat by Isaiah Thomas today. We got beat in the fourth quarter and overtime by Isaiah Thomas. We got the beat by the Wizards just, today. We, we were every going, time. Wall was, Wall was pace for pace with, with Isaiah Thomas. I'm not worried about Isaiah Thomas. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I uh, no, it's okay. Every time the Wizards are in, in overtime, you'll see them go down two or three points, and then it'll be desperation mode. We're only going to shoot threes, which makes no sense. They had plenty of opportunities to get the two, live to fight another day. They're going for the three. They're going for the, I want to tie the game. It's just, it's a little frustrating. I agree. We're, we're going for the pretty. We're going for the pretty shots. We're not, we, we abandon the bread and butter that Joe just described. We abandon it when desperation comes. The question is, why are we allowing us to get to desperation mode? Why can't we take that burst that we have in the first quarter and carry it on to the second, and then if they catch up in the half, come out firing in the third? Why are we unable to do that? It's not, and it's not a Wizards thing. I'm convinced this is a curse. It's the D.C. thing. The Caps are the same way. It, it's, I'm, it's the it's truth. Too, right? know. It's the players too know easy. The curse. It's too easy to say it's the curse because the reality is, like we're gonna again, we're gonna look at John Wall's box score and say he's the only wizard that showed up. But there was like when you look deeper in this, into into the numbers, and we watched this game in real time. He had all four of his turnovers were in the fourth quarter. Two of them were on back-to-back possessions. One was a a very sloppy lob 
uh, or lead pass uh, into the block uh, for Marquise that didn't make it there. Um, then he got the, what you maybe was a foul, maybe not when he tried to go behind. His Definitely back a foul. Definitely Absolutely a foul. foul. Okay, but, he but held it's the his wrist guys. that is injured. I know, but it's the playoffs. That's a foul. And, and it, it is a foul, no, but the, still a turnover the too, thing is right? that The Celtics knew that the ref wasn't in position. They held his wrist, and they, they played heads-up basketball at that point. I don't know, man. I can't hate on them for it. You're, you're giving that donk uh, Avery Bradley too much credit. I think he just went for the ball. He, the call wasn't made. He got a dunk, but that's a lot. I mean, four turnovers in a quarter is a lot, you know, especially when the Celtics start the game with eight turnovers in the first quarter. The Wizards have zero. I think they finished the, the half with two. It's just that they, they just make adjustments at halftime, um, you know, and, and their home court advantage is very pronounced. And I think it has as much to do with the history and the aura of the Garden and all things Boston as it does with maybe even more so than any of the people on this team. Because again, this Celtics team, it, they're just not, to me, they're just, are, are they even better than the, the number one seed Celtics team from uh, just four or five years ago or six years ago? No. Like well, we said it previously, they're, they're a number one seed by default because the Cavaliers decided not to finish out the season hard. That's why they, that's why they're the number one seed. They, they fell into it. They didn't earn it. Guys, they're they're an equally matched team. They're a good matchup with the Wizards. I mean, they're not a bad team. Let's let's throw that out the window. They're not a bad team. We've done a lot of complaining and a lot of talking about what what could have went wrong. Let's talk about how, if possible, do you guys think this series can turn around? We're down 0-2. You know, the first two were in Boston, so it's is a doom and gloom, and it's getting very close. It's getting very close to desperation mode. But the next two are in Washington. Um, what do you guys think the keys are to turning the series around? Is it even possible? Yeah, I mean, uh, like I was saying, I want the offensive boards. I want the bigs to be uh, a pronounced presence in, in game three. I want us to win the 50-50 balls. I want us not to be afraid that a foul will be called and crash the paint. I want us to play the way we were playing when we were the hottest team in the league. I want us to go back to that and not be afraid of of injury, of, of refs, of, of sloppy play. Just we just need to go out there. We it, it, like it's we just gotta shake it off. I mean, we are the better team. I'll agree with, with Joe on that. I would say player for player, position for position, we are the better team. It's just we need to play with grit and, and like Joe said, that's not our style, right? But you gotta change it. You gotta do something. Well, and I think what they have to do, they got to come out. They're going to start. I, I expect them to start game three the same way they started games one and two. I expect them to have a seven to ten point lead going into the second quarter. And my, my primary adjustment is going to be either either Coach Brooks has to go to the bench and do something unconventional, bring in just like just like the Celtics did, bringing in people that haven't played essentially all se- – or uh, Amir Johnson didn't play in four of the six games against the Bulls. Now, granted, he didn't. He only played four minutes tonight, but we got to mix things up. Maybe Trey Burke has to come in and do something. I don't know. Maybe just 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 to give him a different look. Um, but I, I think it has to be a coaching adjustment. I think the players, um, you know, it's the playoffs, so you're not going to have a full eight nine man rotation. And the top six on our team are doing what they're supposed to do. I think Ubre and the starters are doing just fine. I think Jason Smith has given them the minutes they need, but Brandon Jennings is just not going to cut it, man. I, I, 
you know, between him and, and Bojo and Trey, they got to do something different just to mix it up and give the Celtics a different look. And frankly, I, I want to see Coach Brooks call timeouts. He can't just let the runs continue. Call timeouts. I mean, you have seven and a half. Take four of them in a row if you have to to, to, to break the momentum of the Celtics. It's maddening to watch them just chip away and chip away. And you can see it. I mean, if we can see it at home, how can he not see it from the sideline? that Beal is not engaged and Wall is getting frustrated and Morris is starting to, to, to push and shove a little bit. And Gortat's starting to, you know, when Gortat starts running his mouth or when he starts complaining to the refs, then you know somebody got under his skin. Um, so I think it, I think I expect to see more coaching adjustments uh, from Coach Brooks than I do any stylistic or strategic changes from the Wizards because our formula works. If our, if our bigs stay out of foul trouble, they can't guard us. Uh, put the ball in the paint and make the refs blow the whistle. And if they don't go slam it on somebody's head, um, it, it's worked thus far. It's worked all season. There's, we're not going to out three the Celtics. And I think if we keep trying to do so, we're going to be uh, in a world of hurt and lose game three. But I, I mean, I think, just... I think we can, I think we can win. I still believe we can win this series. I had him winning in four. Then I had it revised to win in five. So now I have to revise, and I'll say the, the Wizards will still pull this out, but it'll take six now. Yeah, I mean, I would say kind of a longer, the same lines as you, Joe. I want to see adjustments from the coaching side of, of things here. A um, couple specific things I want to see. I want to see Gortat stay in longer. Gortat's one of those players who gets who takes time to get in rhythm. I want to see him stay out of foul trouble. I want to see him stay in a little bit longer. I want to see the rotation change a little bit. I don't want to see um, uh, uh, Bradley Beal and uh, Jennings at the start of the fourth quarter running uh, the guard spots. Um, I'd rather see I'd rather see the uh, Bradley Beal and John Wall switch, where John Wall gets out a little bit earlier in the third quarter. Bradley Beal comes in, and then John Wall uh, is in to start the fourth quarter and kind of sticks it out for the whole for the whole quarter. This is playoff time. I mean, he's he's only he's 26. Um, he's got to be I'll able agree to put in the minutes. If, Me too. If you look at all star has stars, to stay on. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, if you, if you look at all the stars in this league right now, I mean, in all the close series, the stars are playing heavy minutes. I and mean, this is, you know, it's do or die right now. I mean, down 0-2, it's do or die. John Wall's got to be in there the whole fourth quarter. He's got to be running point. And if Jennings is not holding up his side of the uh, the stick here, he's got to be sat down. I don't I don't know if you go – I know you don't want to go Thomas Sadaransky because we saw that in the Hawks series, and that was awful. I don't know if you can go Trey Burke or something. You got to do something different. I want to see Morris stay out of foul trouble. I want to see him um, calm down a little bit. Like I feel like sometimes he's playing too excited, too energetic, and he's getting called for these ticky tack fouls. And then I want to see um, Bogdanovich get back to being a scorer. Bo I mean, buckets, baby. Yeah, was... that's what I was going to say. I want to see the swag come back. I want to see. Otto hit the three, Buckets hit the three. I want to see John Wall smiling, him and Beal doing that stupid mid-court jump, shoulder bump thing that they do. Like, I want to see them having fun and get their swag back. And there's a lot to be said about that, about a team that, that comes out there. And it's like from, from, from the start, they're already frustrated. And that's why the fouls just rack up early and fast. And they need to come out there and just kind of ball and, and – and know that they're a good team and that they could take it to them. It looks from maybe the Hawks series that they just come out and they're just already, they're like pre-frustrated. 
And I think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, let you me know, get back in here one more thing. One more thing I want to see. I want to see the fan base not give up on this team. This team is down 0-2. We haven't played a game in Washington. We're coming for two games in Washington. I want to see the fan base electric. I want to see um, the fans give give off energy to the players. Um, the series is not over. I mean, we're down 0-2. Our backs are up against the wall. But it, it's not time to give up. We've given up too many times, and this is the same cycle that we've we've caused ourselves. Um, Bumper sticker LP. Negative, <laughs> hey, but wouldn't you, negative, wouldn't you have rather lost? I mean, I would almost have rather them lost by like 10 points, 8 points, and never had a lead than to go up 16 in, in game one, go up 13 in game two, and lose like this. It, it, you know, the Celtics did what they were supposed to do, which is win on their home court, and the Wizards now get a chance to do the same thing. So is the series over? Absolutely not. But damn, this hurts so much, man. Like, we realistically could be here. No, I know, and, I, and I'm, I'm the biggest proponent of the better team wins a series in the playoffs because it, it has as much to do with coaching as it does with the players. So um, I, I'm still big on the Wizards. I think they got to shore up this rotation a little bit. I think Brandon Jennings has got to see the bench because he's a liability on the offensive side of the, uh, of the court. And defensive. So, I mean, he, maybe and defensive, but to your point, he's LP, an open door on defense. If, if Bojo gets his six or seven points and Bradley Beal gets back to his 20 average, which is about seven over where he's in the series, we're comfortably beating this, the Celtics team because they're not as balanced as we are, but foul trouble is going to be key. Um, I'd love to see Gortat. I think Gortat ironically to me, I'd like to see him at like 14, 15, or 16 boards because who's going to compete with him? The reality is yeah. there's no one else that's going to get in there and bang around with him. Al Horford is a stretch four at best. So, yeah, I think I think they have their work cut out for them. But it um, doesn't sound like the either of us or any of us are, are doubtful that the Wizards will come home and handle business. Um, I'd love to see the NBA give, these, give, give our boys a little bit more time off here, but that's not going to happen until after game three. I think we go – uh, we play again Thursday and then Sunday, so Thursday um, and Sunday. So they'll get they'll get yeah. an extra day just to get a little bit more rest. But then I think we're back on Tuesday. So yeah, fingers crossed. Good things coming. Um, but man, this is uh, this one hurts. This one definitely, definitely hurts because it it's a mirror. It's exactly what happened in Game One, all over again. Um, and even this time, the Celtic effort was even more unbalanced. It was just one player basically carrying them. So. We'll see what happens. Um, but to all the Wizards out there and to Coach Brooks, we still believe in you guys. Radio party, we're, we're still listening in, and uh, we'll be we'll be in the phone booth in a few days, and we'll be cheering our uh, we'll be cheering as loud as we possibly can. And oh boy, we definitely believe that's for sure. Bullets fever, we still got it. We got it. Until next time, find us on Twitter at Defeat the Curse on Instagram at Defeating the Curse and our blog at DefeatingTheCurse.com. We are are out. out. We are out. Oh, man, this one hurt. This has been DTC, your one-stop shop for all things DC sports. Visit us online at www.DefeatingTheCurse.com. Find us and follow us on all social media platforms at Defeating the Curse. Thanks for listening. Until next time, hustle and get rich.